This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Pastor Ray's amazing revelations in this two-part study entitled, Your Spiritual Ears, is all about God speaking to us through the Holy Spirit, even when we are sometimes barely listening. As our lives become more and more congested, sometimes that still, small voice of the Spirit of God gets so faint that we can no longer even understand what it is saying. But, like the prophet Isaiah, God is telling us also, Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. That's the Holy Spirit. In day two of this awesome teaching, you'll learn six tried and tested ways Pastor suggests will help in developing those spiritual ears so that truly, as we follow the Spirit's direction, peace will begin to reign as the umpire of our hearts. Let's now hear more of what Pastor has to say about those all-important spiritual ears. The title of this message is Developing Spiritual Ears. Developing Spiritual Ears. Now there's a difference between natural ears and spiritual ears. With natural ears, we hear natural sounds. Uh, We can hear a horn blow, we can hear a dog bark, we can hear people talk. But in the spirit, there's another hearing It's a spiritual hearing, um, and it is only by and with that hearing that we can really listen to God and to his directions in our life. Now, the interesting thing and the encouraging thing is that God wants to give you instruction. God wants to give you direction. How many of you need direction from time to time? Well, we can count on God to speak to our hearts and give us direction, but we can't do it with a natural ear. Oftentimes, people are waiting for a natural voice to come out of heaven to give them direction, but that's, God can use that. We see through the Bible, there are places where God did speak in an audible voice, and I'm not saying that the Lord can't, because he can do anything that he chooses and desires to do. But most of the time, 99% of the time, that's not the way God is going to speak to you. The way that 99.9% of the time, the way that God is going to speak to you is through your spiritual ear. And we can call it this, that small, still voice that lives within us, that just keeps coming up. So we have to cultivate and perfect and develop this ear. But I wanted to just lay down uh, a little bit of background here. Let's go over, let's start, uh, we'll start in the New Testament, then we'll read a couple of verses in the Old Testament. But let's go over to John's Gospel, because I think that this says it so well. And Jesus speaking here in John's Gospel, chapter 16, and we're going to go over to verse 13. Um, This whole section in John's Gospel, chapter 16 or a good portion of it, Jesus is talking and revealing a whole lot about the ministry of the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit would come to do. Now, I've done a series a couple of times on the Holy Spirit. I love doing that series on the Holy Spirit. Maybe I'll get back to it another time because the Holy Spirit's here to be our friend. He's here to be our helper. He's here to be our guide. And you can and I can count on the ministry and the work of the Holy Spirit as it relates to us 
every single day of my life. I can count on the Holy Spirit to be there, to instruct me, to guide me, to help me, to guide me through whatever situation that I may be facing. God's help is only one little prayer away, one little tiny prayer away. Um, sometimes we've just gone, and we're going to talk about some ways that we can cultivate that spiritual ear. But a lot of times it's not that God isn't speaking to us. It's that we're not listening because our lives have become so congested. That's a great word. Our lives have become so distracted, congested with all kinds of things that we lose our sensitivity, spiritually speaking, to hear and to discern the voice of God. Although we have been promised by the scriptures, by Jesus himself, we'll see in this verse, that the Holy Spirit is here to speak to us, to give us guidance, to tell us where we should go, what we should do, how we should accomplish things. So um, his, his ministry is for real. His ministry is active and his ministry is working. But the challenge here is that we believers have got to cultivate and to develop this hearing ear so that we hear correctly, we hear properly, we hear accurately every time the Holy Spirit speaks to us because he wants to help us. And I'm going to tell you, this is key in walking what I would, con- con- uh, what I would classify or what I would say the victorious life because the Holy Spirit will always lead you in victory in your life. He never leads us in defeat. He will never lead you down the road of defeat. He will always lead you and guide you and nudge you down the road of victory because that's what he's here to do. He's here to guide us. But we've got to cultivate, we've got to develop this spiritual ear uh, so that we can hear him and get his guidance in our life every single day. I don't know about you, but I need the guidance of the Holy Spirit. I need the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So here in John's Gospel, chapter 16, Jesus, and I'm just going to extract this one verse, but he talks about the overall ministry of the Holy Spirit who's come to be our guide, to be our friend, to be our comforter, to, to help us, and so on and so forth. But listen to what he says in verse 13. He says, however, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, now listen, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not, now listen, he will not speak on his own authority. Speak on his own authority. Speak on his own authority. So Jesus is beginning to show us something here about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The ministry of the Holy Spirit would be to speak, but he's not going to speak on his own authority. Listen to what he says. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. Now listen, and he will tell you things to come. Wow. So what we see in the ministry of the Holy Spirit is that he speaks, but he doesn't speak with a natural voice that is discernible by natural hearing. He speaks in a spiritual voice or with a spiritual voice that's only discernible by spiritual hearing, by spiritual ears. So thus we see how important it is for us as believers to cultivate or to develop this spiritual sense or the spiritual hearing. I like to call it our spiritual hearing uh, so that we can hear or we can discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because he wants to guide us. He he said, Jesus said, he will speak whatever he hears me, whatever directives I give him, he's going to give to you, to guide you, to help you, so that we can walk in power, we can walk in victory, we can walk in the true overcoming life. Isn't that exciting? Give me a better amen than that. So some people say, well, I never heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. Well, that's what we're going to get to tonight. 
you haven't, it's not that he isn't speaking, it's that maybe you're not listening or you're trying to listen with the wrong ear. You can't hear him with your natural ear. You hear him with your spiritual ear. All right. So he says, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. I love that because the Holy, uh, God, the Holy Spirit does not want, now, now listen, this is powerful. The Holy Spirit doesn't want anything to take us by surprise. We should already get a sense in our spirit that we know what's coming. If danger's coming, we should already know about it. If blessing's coming, we, all should, we should already have a sense that it's on its way. Because he said he's going to tell you. He doesn't always give you the whole story. Sometimes he just gives you a little sentence. Sometimes it's a little premonition. Sometimes a little nudge. Sometimes it's just a little nugget. He doesn't tell you the whole thing, but we do have this truth that we have this truth from the Word of God that we can count on the Holy Spirit telling us of things to come. That's why I believe, as, as I believe this with all my heart, that nothing ought to catch a Christian by surprise. When, we, when something comes our way, we already know. It's already, we already should have been sensing it in our spirit because the Holy Spirit is already speaking it to us. And that, you know, I'm going to tell you that over the years, I've, I've already sensed danger. I've already sensed trouble. And when it comes, it'll like, aha, that's what the Holy Spirit was talking to me about. Many, many years ago, I can remember there was some trouble stirring. This is going way back when we were in Porchester days. But there was some serious trouble stirring in the church. And I was just kind of agitated in my spirit. And I couldn't understand what was going on. And I can remember just getting up sometimes in the middle of the night and just praying. And it's like, what is something is just not right. It's stirring me inside and I don't understand. But it was like the Holy Spirit was saying, prepare yourself because something is coming. Danger is coming. A trouble is coming but you're going to get through this trouble. And I prayed and I prayed. And you know, it, was, it wasn't just a few months after I came through that time that all of this stuff just started to surface in the church and it could have really been a very serious uh, problem in the church, but I had already been nudged and prompted by the Holy Spirit to pray and gave me verses to quote and to say uh, that actually helped me to divert that trouble and to overcome that trouble. And that thing never even affected the church one little iota. See, the Holy Spirit will tell you about trouble coming to prepare you so you can get the scriptures down. You can start to prepare a war plan. You can start to pray. So, so we've got to cultivate and develop this spiritual hearing so that we know when it's the Holy Spirit talking to us because sometimes he'll tell you to get ready. He's going to tell you things to come. Now, he doesn't always tell you bad things. Sometimes he tells you good things. Like, did you ever sense in your spirit that something good was about to happen? Like, you don't fully understand it. You don't fully you know, you can't fully perceive it. You don't see it with your eyes. But you just know that you know that something good is coming. I don't, have, have any of you ever experienced that? And see, that's the Holy Spirit preparing you for good things that are to come. So, uh, according to Jesus' words and his teaching, that we can count on the Holy Spirit's ministry and his interaction with us to speak to us and to tell us of things that are yet to come in our life. The, 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 the challenge here or the important part here is that we have got to cultivate our hearing and perfect our hearing so that we can hear the Holy Spirit when he speaks. Can I get a better amen than that? All right, let's look at another reference. Let's go to Luke's Gospel, chapter 12. And in Luke's Gospel, chapter 12, and I want to go down to, let's go to verse 11. This is Jesus speaking again. Now, he's training his disciples. He's still here on earth. The Holy Spirit hasn't yet been released, but he is present. And, um, and this is what Jesus tells, um, tells the, the, the disciples. 
Now he says to them in verse 11, he says, now when they, and this would be the Sadducees, the Pharisees, and those who they would encounter as they go throughout the land preaching the gospel. He says, now when they bring you to the synagogues and the magistrates and the authorities, listen to what he said when they bring you there, and they, they weren't going there for a party. They were going there to be condemned. They were going there to be challenged because they didn't want the word of God or, or the message of Jesus' resurrection to spread. The magistrates the synagogues, the rulers. So he said, when they bring you there for the purpose of persecuting you, for challenging you, this is what he said, do not worry about how or what you should answer or what you should say. In other words, he said, when they take you there, don't worry about it. Now he's going to tell you why you shouldn't worry about it. He said in verse 12, for the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is coming, he's not totally here yet, but he's coming. He said, the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. Well, how's the Holy Spirit going to teach you? Is he going to come physically and put a blackboard in front of you and stand before a desk with a pointer and put point? No, the way the Holy Spirit teaches you is he speaks to your spiritual senses or to your spiritual ear. He speaks not in a natural voice, but in a spiritual voice that only spiritual ears can discern. Only those who are born again and have the Spirit of Christ in them can discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. Anyone who is not born again and claims to hear the voice of God is hearing strange voices. Only those who are born again, filled with the Spirit of God, who have received Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit into their lives can hear and discern the true voice of God. Can I get a better amen than that? So Jesus said, when they take you to persecute you, when they take you to condemn you, when they take you to whatever they're going to do to try you, he said, don't worry beforehand about what you're going to say. Because in that very moment, the Holy Spirit will teach you and instruct you on what you ought to say to defend yourself. Isn't this powerful? We can depend fully on the guidance and the direction of the Holy Spirit because he's there to speak to us. He's there to encourage us. He's there to teach us. Let me just use, let me just use myself as an example. I did not go to Bible school. I just barely got out of high school. I have no formal training. It is, when people ask me, where'd you go to school? I say, I went to the school of the Holy Spirit. I went to knee college, on my knees, praying, seeking God, studying the verses, half the, many times not fully understanding, but seeking God's understanding. And the Holy Spirit, I said, the Holy Spirit, as I prepared my heart to listen with my spiritual ears, began to teach me and open up my understanding of Scripture in a way that I've been able, or I was able, to take it and to communicate it to others around me. Let me tell you what. We as Christians are not going to walk in success in any area of life until we truly, absolutely get ourselves in tune with the Holy Spirit and tune up our spiritual hearing and listen to the directions of the Holy Spirit. A lot of times, it's, you see, people are so busy with life and distractions and clogged up and gunked up with all this kind of stuff that we can't hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And he is there to teach you. He is there to instruct you. He is there to guide you. He's there to tell you of things that are yet to come. This is the power of this 
awesome relationship we have with the Holy Spirit of the living God. Come on, somebody give me a hallelujah and a praise and an amen. I am so excited about that. You know, there are some references even in the, in the Old Testament. And I love this verse. This is a verse that I'm often reminded of. But in Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah, if you want to open there, chapter 30, and um, this verse has has been with me for many years and I, I count on this verse I quote this verse and it says listen to this it says verse uh, chapter 30 verse 21 your ears shall hear a word behind you saying this is the way walk in it whether you turn to the right hand or whether you turn to the left in other words whichever way you turn God's voice will be behind you telling you this is the way that you should go. Many, many times I've been confused. Let me be honest with you. Just because I'm a man of God and a pastor doesn't mean that I don't get confused sometimes. In my own natural ability, in my own natural strength, I can get confused. You get confused. But, but when you turn to God and you say, Lord, help me, I don't understand. There have been many, many times I've been walking it out, walking it out and not sure which way to go. And all of a sudden I will feel the prompting I will feel the leading. It's something, the only way I can describe, and this is the only way I can describe it, it's almost like a neon sign starts to light up and says, this is the way, this, it just feels right. This is the way to go. Walk in it, walk in it. And it's so amazing to me how many times I obeyed that prompting of the Spirit and found myself right on course, right where God wanted me to go. Now, I like to teach it this way because sometimes you don't know where to go or what to do. And the worst thing you could do is get stuck and do nothing. You have to count on the Holy Spirit to guide you, to direct you. Count on that voice behind you saying, this is the way. Whether you go this way or that way, you've got to count on God, the Holy Spirit, telling you the right way to go. So sometimes we've just got to start to walk it out in the natural. And I've done that sometimes where I just didn't know, Lord, I got to do something, so I'm just going to start. And I start to move and the Holy Spirit starts to move me. One of the worst things that we can do as believers is just get stuck. And some people just get stuck and sit and do nothing. You've got to get yourself up and start walking. The steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. You start walking, God's going to show you the right direction to take. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is here to guide us, to direct us, and we ought to take 100% comfort and confidence that the Holy Spirit knows exactly how to get us where we need to go. But we've got to cultivate and perfect our spiritual hearing because a lot of stuff gets in our way and gets it clogged up. Amen? Amen. Now, there was a, another verse that we can go to real quick. And I want to show you because I thought that this was very powerful in 1 Kings. Another verse that has been near and dear to my heart. And this relates to the prophet Elijah. And God is speaking to Elijah. And this is uh, chapter 19 and verse 11. Let me read it. And we're just going to extract a little portion of just to get the import or get the idea of what God is revealing here. And he said, um, then he, God said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, after all of this awesome commotion, none of it was the voice of God or the direction of God, but he said, the fire, a still, small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it, 
the still small voice that he wrapped his face uh, in his mantle and he went out and he stood on the entrance of the cave and then suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? So the Holy Spirit teaches us something here. They see first there was a wind, then there was an earthquake, then there was a fire. God wasn't in all of this. It was in the still small voice that when Elijah heard it, he responded, he came out, and then he got the rest of the message. Then God said, why are you here? See, I'm going to tell you what, we've got to learn to obey that small, still voice that keeps coming up in your spirit. And this is how I can tell it's the voice of the spirit. I mean, this is how I do it. I know God's talking to me when I just, I just can't get rid of it. It keeps coming up. Sometimes it'd be as simple as calling somebody. Did you ever get that? Somebody's, you, you got somebody on your heart. It's like, you know, I'm thinking about brother so-and-so. All right, well, I'll, I'll call him later. And, and, you know, like half hour later, brother so-and-so comes up again. And they say, well, I'll call him later. And then, you know, a half hour later, brother so-and-so comes up again. Eventually, you got to give into that and say, wait a minute, this must be the Holy Spirit trying to tell me brother so-and-so needs something. Brother so-and-so maybe needs a phone call, needs an encouragement, needs a prayer. Maybe something's going on in brother so-and-so's life. But how often we ignore that. Let me tell you something, kind of getting ahead of myself here. But when you ignore that small, still voice, you actually deaden yourself. You actually become insensitive. It's sort of like, you know, if, if you keep hitting your finger with a, with a rock, you know, at first it hurts and you, it's your body signaling you, telling you pain, hurt, cut. But you keep doing it. Eventually it scabs over and it gets numb and it's not sensitive anymore. When you don't listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, when you don't respond to those small promptings in your life, you actually desensitize yourself to the voice of the Spirit. But the more you obey that small, still voice and that prompting, the more keen and sharp you become in hearing and perceiving and understanding the voice of God. So it wasn't in the wind. It wasn't in the earthquake. It wasn't in the fire. It was the still, small voice, God speaking. And when he responded, God spoke to him in a much louder voice and said, why are you here? And that's how God responds to you and to me. Can I get a better amen than that? All right, so I wanted to, for a few minutes, just go over very quickly, because we don't have a whole lot of time here tonight. But let's just talk about, I've got six things that will give you spiritual ears. So how am I going to cultivate or develop this spiritual keenness or this spiritual sense? These are just practical things. Some of these things you know already, but let's look at them from this perspective. Well, number one, the number one point that we're going to talk about in perfecting this spiritual hearing is number one, you've got to withdraw from worldly distractions. Listen, if you need a word from God, if you need direction from the Lord, don't wait for somebody else to give you a word. You go get a word from God yourself. And the way you're going to do that is you've got to withdraw from worldly distractions. Let me tell you what, it's very hard to hear God when you live in a very noisy environment. And I'm not just, I'm just talking about, you know, uh, uh, physical noise. I'm talking about, you know, people noise, you know, car noise, any kind of noise in your life is going to make it very difficult to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Let me give you an example. Um, if, you're in a, if you're at a party and there's loud music and there's dancing going on and there's loud talking and you're trying to have a conversation with somebody, isn't it very, very difficult? 
I mean, I've tried to do that. I've had to lean and say, what did you say? You got to like scream on the top of your lungs and you got to practically put your ear up against the other person's mouth to hear what they're saying. Why? Because there's a whole lot of noise. And you see, if we're going to hear the voice of, of the Spirit, we're going to have to withdraw from the worldly distractions and the worldly noise. Sometimes you just got to get along with God. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC PO Box 8187 White Plains, New York 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.